Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober podcast. I am your host, Blazik, aka Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change anything except to feel more emotionally slow down. Life's a merry go round. I know it's been a minute. <laughs> been like a month almost, right? I think I just quit my job. Well, what was the episode before my solo episode? Were we together? Mm, I think so. So like three so weeks three then. It's mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, that is a long time. What's popping? Um, I guess a lot of things. I mean, like I, I kind of went over them on the solo episode, mm-hmm. um, like all the updates that I had and whatnot. Um, this weekend been very relaxing and chill. I didn't really do much, but last weekend was that bachelorette weekend. Oh yeah. How um, was that? It was good. It was good. Um, I mentioned on the podcast that I was like a little nervous which i feel like is completely understandable it being my first bachelorette weekend just in general Mm -hmm. and then in in addition to that also going into it you know being the only sober person attending so um yeah it was just a little bit um Did, did you call it quits like early at all or did you yeah so like there were a couple of things that i feel were helpful to like make it such a successful weekend for me and I didn't feel completely um like depleted in terms of like energy and social battery and thankfully I went with a group of girls who were very like accommodating and supportive and like protective of my sobriety like they wanted to make sure that I was good always and that included me getting my own room in the Airbnb that we were staying at and that was a game changer because I was able to have like me time. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was able to have my own space and I was able to take time just for myself and that was huge because as a sober person I just feel like we don't get the I don't know if it, like luxury is the word coming to my head, but that's not exactly what I want to say. I know but, like, what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah, that. we don't, we don't get the luxury of like kind of leaning on alcohol to like make a situation. Okay. Yeah. I know. Do you know you what I'm saying? We don't get a num- We don't get to change the situation. We don't get to alter the situation to what we want it to be. That's kind of what right. It's it just like, it just is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we got to um, face the real. Yeah. And it's like, and one of those things means, you know, if my social battery is really low and if I'm tired, that is my reality. And I'm stuck with that. I can't, I can't really change it. The only thing I can do is like, try to like recharge basically. And me having my own space and having my own area to do that. And for it to be like quiet and like me not needing to either like feel like I needed to entertain or feel like I needed to be like actively listening. It was just like, I could just be yeah. and not. Yeah. I so mean, on your solo, huge. on your solo pod, you said like, you can't override the, uh, the tired feeling or whatever that, that actually really resonated with me because 
when you're pumping like the booze and you can even like if you're feeling down you can just take a couple shots and then it's like whoa you know you get that energy it's like you can you can literally drink a second wind yeah and you don't yeah we don't get that and i don't know about for you but like if i have caffeine late in the day then i just i I don't get re-energized i just can't fucking sleep so it's like (laughs) i'm i'm like oh this isn't even doing the trick i had a cell i went to a party saturday night my buddy's going away party and um yeah i was drinking celsius I was playing drinking games with Celsius, like sketch. Okay, that Celsius is not <laughs> is not the move because Celsius is like borderline a substance in itself. <laughs> yeah, that had me. I, I didn't fall asleep till like two a.m., but I left the party at ten because I was tired, but I was just like not, you know, not feeling. I also had Saint Pauli for the first time. My buddy Calvin's so. Cl- I think that's like the OG NA beer, like. Oh, okay. OG, OG. My buddy Calvin always keeps like NA stocked for me at his house, but I was like, oh, this is garbage. We love supportive, (laughs) supportive friends. We love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. Normally he brings that athletic brewing. He's clutch with that. But we went St. Pauli this time. Yeah. Some of the bars that we went to that were in Savannah was where we were in for the, for the bachelorette weekend. And a lot of them had athletic. So it was nice Mm. that I had that option. I mean, like I love a Heineken zero, but like. Me too. Me too. I don't know. It was just nice that I had the additional option of the, of the athletic. And it was usually either like, it was like a golden ale or one of the IPAs. And so that was just. A nice change you know i can rip through some heineken zeros that's mm-hmm. that's one where i almost feel like i can rattle off six i of can those. rip through um what is it called bud zero is yeah bud, bud zero <laughs> those are the ones that i can drink like water um heineken is just like a little it feels a little heavier oh really for me i don't know why did i tell you when i was in dallas that i had like four or five with my buddy we were at like a patio and i was just ripping them and i got my bill and it was like 48 (laughs) dollars you're kidding i I was like damn oh my gosh no that is too much that is yeah i don't i don't know if it's typically that expensive yeah i don't think so this was like a concert venue though or you know it was like Mm. an outdoor concert venue and but mm. I don't know. I guess I just assumed they were not that expensive. And then I was like, shit. Really quick, I wanted to go back to the, the caffeine comment that you met uh, that you made. I feel like because we were doing so much walking on that trip, it was like I could get away with the caffeine later in the day because when I hit the bed, like I was so exhausted. Like, even if I technically could feel, like, my heart fluttering a little bit from Mm -hmm. the caffeine, you know what I'm talking about when I say that. Um, My body was just like, no, we need, we need to go to bed. So, yeah, I was able to get to get away with some, like, late afternoon Red Bulls. And then were you just, like, up at 6 a.m., like, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) I was I was usually yeah either like the first one or one of the first ones up and mm-hmm. me and the um the maid of honor she did a lot of like the organizing of the trip and but she's a very like athletic and active person and she does her workouts through this app so mm-hmm. wherever she is she can take like the gym with her basically and I've done these workouts with her before 
but holy shit like this one <laughs> this one that we did on saturday morning it was a 20 minute hit workout low impact low impact high intensity that's what they say and they were not kidding when they say <laughs> that um i was sore for three days afterwards Damn. like could not walk sore it was very like lower body focused mm -hmm. um yeah i was waddling definitely yeah um i consider myself a pretty active person and for that to yeah have happened was kind of shocking to me on a bachelorette party <laughs> i know well Work thankfully like year. i yeah thankfully like i really didn't um i'm glad that we did that on like the saturday and we ended up we left on sunday um yeah. so the soreness was like starting to hit when we were like in the airport on sunday um the worst of it was monday tuesday so i was already home at that point but good yeah <laughs> well that's fun Rough. um glad you glad you were able to have your own space and all that like that's so clutch i went to the lake with my family and my family is definitely big drinkers and it was mm -hmm. nice i i stayed 20 minutes away in my own little airbnb and oh just like that's really, so um, nice at this point in the game i'm just like i got to have my space mm -hmm. oh and that to. was another thing i was gonna bring up and you probably maybe had a similar experience with your trip um yeah, there was a night that I I had to go home early and I just got myself an Uber and going home to like the empty Airbnb and being able to like take a shower oh. and just like kind of organize my things and not be distracted. Like it was, yeah. I think it was only, I think the girls ended up coming home like an hour after I did. So it wasn't a huge difference, mm -hmm. but it actually kind of was a huge difference because I felt like I was just like, you know, mentally organized and like prepared to like go to sleep. And then I felt like I could be like this best version of myself the next morning. And that's exactly what happened. So yeah. I don't know. Time alone is to me, it's so crucial. I have yeah. to have my time alone. If I mm -hmm. don't, it, I'm just a mess. I honestly, I get kind of like crabby and I'm like, totally. I'm like, it's because I, you're I pouring out of an empty cup at that point. I, that's like the worst feeling when you know you're being cranky, but like you're but you in the moment, <laughs> you're in the moment, like saying something and you're like, dude, take it easy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that instant. Isn't that weird? I've totally been there. It's like, and... what is that? That separation between the fuck I'm saying and doing versus the person like, wow, that's not very nice, man. Yeah, it just goes to show how like complex our brains are at any given moment. There could be literally like two battles happening. Yeah. Up there and the person that we're talking to like doesn't even realize. Yeah, super weird. Did you uh did you listen to the to my solo pod? I, I won't didn't. Judge you if you did. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I kept it's meaning okay. to and shit just kept I do not getting in the way. I do not expect you to. Can you give there's, me a synopsis? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna mention something about it, but um, there's been solo pods you've done that I have not listened to. It's okay. Okay, <laughs> so I don't feel so bad. Okay, thank it's goodness. so funny. Like sometimes, like I met someone in Austin through TikTok, like the sobriety TikTok, and I asked her if she listened to the pod, and she like the guilt on her face when she. I'm like, it's okay. Like I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm literally reference. just wondering. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna reference something. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah. So in the in the last pod, so I started my new job Tuesday, okay. and 
I, I like realized this when I was recording the pod. I was like, oh my God, this is the first job in my adult life. This is awful to say. Like everyone that's, that listened to last week's episode knows that I've, I cringe saying it out loud. Oh, no. This is the first job in my adult life since like 18 that the first day of work, I've been sober. <laughs> Wait a sec. It's awful. <laughs> oh, no. The truth. Isn't the truth that bad? comes out. Isn't that bad? It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> but hey, I mean, at least we're like now reflecting on it. You know, we've come. That was a. That was a point A. Now we're at a point B. We're making yeah. some, some progress here. I mean, hopefully I won't have like a ton of new first days, you know, but mm-hmm. we fucking did it. <laughs> well, so how, how was it then? How was Tuesday? Yeah, it was great. Um, it was funny, just like that moment that I had to introduce myself to the whole company, which was like, mm, don't love that. But, nor- you know, normally Cause it's, it's a like smaller. Is it yeah, a smaller it's like company. 60 people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it was fine. Like, just feel like different shit isn't as, or shit's not as, as scary in sobriety. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like you're just not nervous the way you are when you drink. If that, yeah, like you feel in, like in there's a certain, life. there's a certain level of like, um, control that I feel that I have over my emotions that I did not used to have. At least that's the way that like, I see my reaction to things like either pre or post the sobriety decision. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah. And just like for me, as someone who drank every night, it's like when you're, you know, that feeling the day, the morning after you drink, it's like, yeah, of course you don't want to fucking do something that's a little nerve wracking and, and it's going to put you full sin. I mean, that, that does make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just like a totally different experience. I mean, I just did it. And then I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe for fucking 12 years I or however long, like, I would drink for that one moment. Go Like, the risk reward there is insane. Like, showing up to work drunk your first day. And that then I was saying on the pod, decision. like, I would normally do it the first week. Because oh just like God. a lot of news, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So. Yeah, just pouring some gasoline on that anxiety fire. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know how it went down. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, well. so first week, I mean, what I was saying on the pod, too, is like, I remember how drained I would be, though, when I would do that. Like, imagine drinking from 7 a.m. to, you know, 4, because I would drink mm-hmm. at work, too. That's kind of the crazy part. Um, Like, you're so tired at night. Oh, I'm sure. So it just felt nice, like, getting through the week, being refreshed, like. Right. Yeah. Is it, like, a lot of people your age, or is it kind of just, like, all over the place? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly my age. Like, some of the, like, the CEO is a little bit older, but, yeah, it's mostly people my age. You may not know the answer to this question yet, but do you feel like. I don't know. I know when it does come to like younger companies, I'm not saying like younger, like they haven't been around for very long, but I just mean younger, like the, uh, the population of the company, like mm-hmm. the culture is younger. Um, do you feel like they have a pretty like heavy drinking culture or did you really not nah. pick up on that? 
No. Um, so first of all, I told when I was interviewing, I told the my manager that I'm I was sober. So like, I burned that bridge in the in the uh, interview process. And Honestly, probably for the best. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Like, right. yeah, I didn't just like say it. He was just like, "What are your hobbies?" I was kind of saying I do creative stuff, have a podcast. He was curious about that, so it's kind of like, but I Which, wasn't. By the hide way. It. Like, how funny is it that, like, I used to go into job interviews and they would ask me that question. I would genuinely have nothing to say because it's like, going out. <laughs> I go to work and I go out with my friends. Like, I don't know what else you want me to say. Yeah. And now I have, like, a new hobby every week. So it couldn't You're be like, like, how much time do you have? Yeah. I'm like, wait, <laughs> how far do we want to get into this? Because, like, I have a lot of things going on. <laughs> 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 yeah and then during onboarding um my onboarding like the hr person she was like taking me around the office and she did say she's like oh yeah like this is our kegerator and she was like we don't really do this anymore though like no one's filled it in like six months or whatever and she hmm. was like and honestly like i'm on my own alcohol we'll call it journey right now but we don't need to get into that and then i was like i was like well I'm sober. What do you mean? She's like, oh, well, I'm sober. And she, so I was like, oh, oh cool. love that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And then like the people that got me into the company, they're just like, like my friends. Um, yeah. They're just like very healthy. Like they don't mm -hmm. drink it. Like I've been with them at parties where they're not drinking. So I don't get the vibe that it's like that at all. And my right. manager's very health conscious. I think if anything, they lean healthy okay yeah so but to your point i know a lot of startups i've worked at some where they just have like beer in the fridge at mm -hmm. all times and like mm -hmm. even you know because i like the first part of my career was cold calling and i remember they would like encourage you right just drink hop on the phones because they knew you you'd be more like i don't know you would just be more open to doing it right because it's a shitty thing to do Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, my um I don't know if I've already told this story before or not. Um, but like my first like office style job out of college was a like the drinking culture was super heavy and it was like, yeah, if anything, it was like encouraged on Friday afternoons is when people would start cracking beers like in the office and um Oh my god, I just like I fucking hated this company <laughs> to be completely <laughs> honest. Um I'm not going to drop the name, but like it was just it was just like awful. Like the drinking culture thing was like one aspect. There was a bunch of other aspects that were also just like not great. Um and thank god I had that experience at that point in my life and I wasn't, you know, yeah like freshly making this sobriety decision and then being put in that situation like i don't know if i would have had the self-confidence to be so like you know sure of myself like yeah. that's why i was so not you know worried about this the the bachelorette weekend or even like my birthday that had passed just recently like these things that you know understandably could make a sober person nervous i just feel as though that i'm at a point where it's like i have so much on, like I have time under my belt and I just have like experience under my belt that it's not a worry for me anymore. 
And but when I you have your I... friends there, like, totally. it almost would be more awkward. It would be so uncomfortable to drink now. With your friends. Oh, right? Like, right. There was a point. Oh my God. That's <laughs> funny that you just said that. Cause there was a point we were at dinner and I thought that my friend was handing me her drink to hold it because she needed to like have both of her hands to do something else but that wasn't what she was asking me to do and then she was like <laughs> she like <laughs> oh she forgot yeah well she just grabbed it like um away from me and she was like what are you doing and I was like oh I thought you were asking me to hold <laughs> your drink so that you could use both of your hands and she was like oh no no I'm sorry I thought you were grabbing my drink to, to take a sip and I was like no girl no <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that. I mean, just imagine like if you did take it and like, and then like people looked at you, you'd be like, "There's no way you could just be like, woo, <laughs> like let's let's have no. fun tonight." No, yeah, my friends would literally be like, I think they would feel, oh, they yeah. wouldn't want to be a part of it. Like exactly. they wouldn't want to be participating in that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's just because they're good friends and they know where my intentions for myself actually lie and they don't want to sure. be getting me off of that path by any means but at work i could see how it would be a bit different because it's like well they might not know anything about your personal life or whatever like totally that could be, be different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and also just like you're wanting there's like such this pressure of wanting to make a good impression and like wanting mm -hmm. to seem like um professional but like i'm a cool young person too like you're yeah. gonna want it you're gonna want to be friends with me even outside of work like i think there's which is like that's such a hard balance act it to is. do it's it's it you know i'm kind of like i'm glad that my my job is like remote so it's i really only have a relationship with with my coworkers. you know over teams meetings mm -hmm. um but yeah, I could see that being just like extremely hard to to navigate that situation because it's like <clears> you want to come off as like, oh, like I hate even saying this, but like not saying that sober people are uptight, but like <laughs> you're wanting to not come off as that, but maybe yeah. you saying that you're sober, it might come off that way. That's why I cuss immediately. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I got to let them know. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. It's so hard. I though. hate it's like, say I hate admitting that, but it's like if I am around someone and I'm like, oh, I'm sober, I'll make sure to like slide in a you know f bomb or be something. like, but I'm chill. Like I promise, I'm, I'm sober, not... but I curse. Like <laughs> right, right. It's like you want to show your personality, mm -hmm. but you have to do it in this like I don't know work culture. You don't have is to so bizarre. You don't have to feel bad saying this. I know exactly what you're saying. Like historically sober people have a stereotype and now there's this new wave right. of sobriety that's a bit more which relaxed. is us it's literally us yeah so and we're trying to break that mold <laughs> yeah so I, I don't think like you have to feel bad saying that i mean it, it is historically i think what it's looked like so mm -hmm. yeah there's like a new wave of sobriety of people that just like don't want to drink or early like you or early on me caught oh oh my god i'm gonna be 40 fucking needing a liver like whatever that turns into like needing a liver mm -hmm. transplant like, right right so 
there's just like we just have more information all of that and yeah i mean I, I like we talk about this all the time but there's so many younger people now like i feel like i'm meeting more and more people that either barely drink or don't drink the barely mm-hmm. drink is getting that one i've seen more recently mm-hmm. or like oh maybe like twice a year right yeah that i was... love that that's becoming just like a a common occurrence that you're hearing about all the time. I was also going to say that, you know, it is kind of funny that, yeah, there is this type of like stereotype that we're kind of breaking those barriers. And with our content that we put out there and just like the podcast, we talk about us still maintaining social lives while maintaining sobriety. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny because on the Saturday night of the bachelorette trip, we went to this like, honky tonk country like savannah georgia bar there's a bowl that you can ride in there like they're (laughs) playing you know in the beginning they were playing a lot of like bluegrass which i'm not super familiar with but like everyone in there was vibing so i was like whatever i'll you know kind of nod my head along to the to the music but then at about like mm, maybe 11 o'clock they started playing like taylor swift shania twain like (laughs) you know the girls basically and there's a lot of um we weren't the only bachelorette party in that bar there's a lot of bachelorette parties in there i think savannah is like a hot spot for that type of weekend and when love story by taylor swift came on it was as if like that second wind came over me (laughs) oh it came and it came strong and i was like literally bouncing around the (laughs) the dance floor and like my best friend like the girl who's going to be the bride we are just like belting this song and like just staring into each other's eyes and it was it was such a nice moment and it's just funny because um honestly like when you're up um when you're not like sitting at a bar and you're like up everyone's standing and it's a dance floor people were putting their drinks down because they didn't want to spill on anybody so and it's it didn't like even not matter that I had on any those dance floors to have your your drink like at real. Oh well, this place didn't. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> there was a guy walking around with a mop just in case oh like God. things were being spilled and whatever. Um, so it's just like I bet if someone, which my friend actually, my friends were taking videos of like me and the the bride singing to each other. It's like you would have never guessed that I didn't have like a drop of alcohol in me. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's just I'm a, giving the same energy that everybody else is giving. I was gonna say it's just an energy. It's mm-hmm. just an energy. Yeah, and I think people are learning how to channel that a bit better and become more comfortable with ourselves and just let it rip and like. Yeah, it's because like the girls that I was with, like I felt like I could be wild and crazy in that moment and like sing as loud as I wanted to and yeah like put my hair up in a messy bun because it was getting in the way and me just like not caring about the way I was being perceived. Cause like, that's what happens when you're drunk. I feel is like, you kind mm-hmm. of stop caring to a fault. <laughs> you stop caring for sure. how you're being perceived. And it was like, well, actually me just listening to the right music and being in the right group of girlfriends, that was enough for me to feel like safe enough that I could like let loose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. It's it's a skill. I think it is a skill to to be it in those practice. situations. Yeah, it takes practice for sure. But yeah, I think the after the first 
time. I mean, I people get nervous dancing at weddings drunk. Like the the first song mm-hmm. that you go out to. I mean, like you just you're yeah you're gonna go move your body in front of people like just drunk or not it's gonna be a little nerve wracking and then you're gonna love it like that's just right. kind of how it is yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also you saying video reminded me of this so you know how i've been trying to be off my phone like i've been leaving my i've been going to parties like barbecue stuff leaving my phone in the car um, wow yeah so i'm like on this trying to i did cheat on social media a couple times this week it's I, I will say this it's interesting like starting a new job meeting new people like you kind of want to have some way to connect um, sure. so I did bring like my Instagram back in a way that's like hey I'm actually here we can at least be friends like not gonna okay. post really but I bought since I've been leaving my phone in the car I'm like dang I can't take photos or videos or anything look what I got <laughs> oh a camcorder with the that most looks kinda sick. Can you see like how vintage it looks? Like wee. You know, I still have my camcorder cam? or... from from growing up. Like it's in my basement. I still have it. Start taking that thing out. I'm... I really should. I really should. I took it to size going away party and like just pointing that thing at people, they they open wide up. Right. Uh, to explain this to listeners, it's like a old camcorder like that it has like the little like window that you have to like open up in order to see the screen yeah so it's like actual camera but yeah you like point it at people and they're just like totally different reaction than pointing a phone at people right Um, because there's that level of nostalgia that people just like want to lean into Mm -hmm. yeah like my buddy my buddy drizzy was like um he's like we're gonna watch this tomorrow and be like do you remember that time? And it's going to be last night. It's going to feel like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it does have that instant nostalgia to it. Is it a memory card that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like mine is like these little, like little baby DVD discs. It oh, looks like they're like this. I remember those. Yeah. And I can actually, um, I have a lot of them that already have film on them from when I was like in middle school. And I can watch them if I put the little CD into the camcorder, connect the camcorder with an HDMI cord to the TV, and then I can watch them. And wow. it's hilarious and extremely cringy, but I mean, look hilarious. At, like, yeah. When are the last time yeah. you seen those cables? I know. When I was trying to fix my DVD player <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Because I'm like, I like um, my friends make fun of me. I like listening. I don't know if you can see. Um, I like listening to CDs off of my CD player. I forgot that you do that. And I like to watch DVDs off of my DVD player. <laughs> I don't is... know what it is, but I. It's just what I, I prefer. I burn my own CDs. Yeah, yeah. That what was one of my favorite pastimes. I don't know. Why do we have these things? I don't know, but they're necessary <laughs> and they make me happy. And so. I, I find it worth it. I think my theory is that we put effort into making the CD. So it's like when you have Spotify and you can play any song at any time, it's almost just you can't appreciate any song or whatever too much. I mean, you can if it's like your favorite artist and you're listening. But like if you go put together a mixtape and you're literally downloading, burning the CD, holding it, putting it in the CD player – it's There's your like little work of, an, of art. 
it's your little work of art yeah yeah um also i'm one of those people that like i which i learned this from my mom i like listening to an artist's album from start to finish because i'm feeling like what you just explained is what they do with their own Mm -hmm. creation you know they're wanting it's like a sequence of events that they want people to to hear they're taking you on a journey yes and so i like respecting that you know for the artist's sake and that's how i've found some of my favorite songs that aren't singles and it's like because i took the time to listen to the album all the way through i've been able to like discover those tracks that's Mm -hmm. very important to me especially in hip-hop i feel like it's it's really important because of interludes and storytelling like yes there's lots of a a hip-hop album really flows Mm -hmm. and if you're kind of skipping around you definitely miss out on a lot i'm sure i I mean i know other genre genres are that way too but like hip-hop especially feels you don't need you shouldn't skip well and i feel like that's like an art form that we've kind of like lost with the idea of like of yes albums because like the singles is like what people know and you know i'm it's so funny because I feel like my taste in music is just like all over the place. Um, I love a top 40 moment. Like I love a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a bubblegum pop song. Like I'm all for that. But then there are days, weeks, months of my life that will go by where it's like, no, I want to listen to the track that like nobody talks about that I have mm. fallen in love with and that I want to, I love like recommending music to friends that I know what their vibe is and And you know they're gonna love the song yeah yeah and it's like they probably wouldn't have come across it unless i point blank pointed out to them yeah so yeah and i've been um i mentioned this i finally posted a tiktok for the first time in forever uh yesterday or the day before and i mentioned that like i've been watercoloring because it's a way to Mm. get me off of my freaking phone and oh i just love putting on a cd putting on my little twinkle lights watercoloring it's just like such a such a vibe <laughs> i love that i yeah. love that yeah tiktok's done a lot of good like it's done a lot of good things for us and you know we met through there and all of that mm-hmm. but also like when you think about it musically it's like almost even killing the artist like right there's like okay you used to listen to albums all the way through then you used to listen to singles from the artists that you like and now it's like you might like a song and not even know the artist. And you it's just only know a, it as like, it's that TikTok song. You know 15 seconds from it. And then it then you hear it on the radio <sighs> all the time. Like it's a top right. 40 song, but you have no clue who sang it. Right. And it's like, part to me, part of music is getting attached to the artist and, totally. and knowing the artist and knowing their backstory and knowing, you know, when, when they rap about like obviously i have like a strong attachment to hip-hop and but like in lyrics and they rap about shit that if you don't know them there's no way you'll understand it like drake more than anybody he references such specific things about his life or his hometown or the clubs he's at the names of the women he dated whatever it is Mm -hmm. and yeah so you get like attached to the artist and you understand this whole career totally and yeah, now now that's like almost death of the the artist. Mm-hmm. And then AI is going to start making songs soon. 
or is kind of already already is that's like half of my not half maybe like 10% of my for you page is a lot of AI covers and I'm like Bummer. this is very entertaining but I also fucking hate it <laughs> yeah like the Kanye West uh wonder Wonderwall cover have you heard that I, I heard that yeah it mm -hmm. does sound cool and all but like now I'm seeing that they're writing their own songs and then using the voice of the artist oh that's trippy so it's like all AI the whole song's generated by AI mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. oh, I don't want that that feels that. icky to me. I know. Yeah. Because it's like if we can't, if if AI, not to get like totally off topic here, but if AI is going to kill careers and stuff, at least let us have the arts, you know? Right. Don't take the arts away. Don't take us. the arts away. Yeah, then right. we're not exactly. even human. Right. That music and the arts just in general, yeah, it shows our humanness very like in our very raw and real sense and... Yeah, yeah, that'd be a fucking bummer if that was taken away from us. I know. I, I think about it a lot, like just what the world's going to look like in 50 years. It, it's it's really scary to me. I don't I mean. I we should we should talk about that more next week because I actually really want to, even though okay. it has nothing to do with sobriety. But Yeah, it's but it is interesting because like the Internet came on in what, five years or whatever, as far as changing the entire world. Right. It was quick. It was quick. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I don't know. We got two minutes left. So anything else you want to um, update or say? Or I basically just I'm I'm taking the advice from people that got back to me when it comes to my solo episode, and I am keeping my username the way that it is. Um, but I am gonna start posting about different aspects of my life. So mm -hmm. just keep a lookout for that. I've already kind of started doing that. Um, and I'm excited about it because now I feel like I'm excited to post again. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And then just thank you so much for listening to us yet again. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm a little ghost mode right now, everyone. Um, yeah. Just I like will be ghost mode when I go to Europe because I'm not going to have service. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll be literally unable to be reached for like a week. But then I'll be back afterwards. When are you going to Europe? On Friday. Oh, I did not know this. <laughs> Okay, round two, Sorry. let's go. I know. Sorry, we're going to have to reschedule. Or no, we can actually, we can try to make next week still happen, but okay. we'll just have to play around with the time. Yeah, just let me know. And I'm a little offline right now. I even deleted like, well, I made all my videos private. That part of that was just like, I was feeling weird about starting a new job and just like how much... Because, like, I was most active on my TikTok during the breakup stage. And, it, like, that was kind of weird, you know? Like, mm. so I'm like, you know what? And then that just made me start thinking. I'm like, I kind of want some privacy going into. Yeah. So the account's there. Um, but there's just not any videos on it right now. And then my Instagram's pretty bare bones, too. Um, this this feels good. YouTube might start to be more appealing to me. Like, I just like the long form content right. and all. So, for, for this stage of my life. But yeah, just thought that was worth updating on. So, all right. We probably have like 20 seconds left. So <laughs> see you later. Have a good Bye, one. Bye, guys. Peace.